Hi, my name is Karina. Hi, I'm Daniela. Hi, my name is Jordan. And welcome, and welcome to, to the Logistics of Linguistics. The three of us gained interest in the study of linguistics because we were all enrolled in the same sociolinguistics course. We love the class so much that we decided to make a podcast to share what we learned with our listeners. Yeah, I'm so happy that this class brought us together. Karina and Daniela, enough of the backstory. People are listening for the linguistics, not us. Let this podcast begin. All right, let's start. In this podcast, we'll be talking about the sim similarities and differences between the linguistics of Spanish, Italian, and English languages. I focused on Spanish, Daniela focused on Italian, and Jordan focused on English, and we are going to share it all with you. Linguistics is the scientific study of language. It encompasses the analysis of every aspect of language, as well as the methods for studying and modeling them. We'll be focusing on phonology, morphology, syntax, discourse, and pragmatics. We will start by discussing the similarities and differences of phonology amongst the three languages. Phonology is the study of speech sounds of a language or languages and the laws governing them. In the English language, speakers tend to have a higher pitch when they associate with phonology. This can relate to words and syllables stresses as well. When speaking, individuals also use different pitches to show emphasis or ask questions. Wow, Jordan, the same applies to Spanish speakers. Is it like that in Italian too, Daniela? Interesting that you asked that, Karina, because yes, it does. In Italian, the tone or pitch of the word is dependent on the context of the situation. Wow, that's so interesting that all three languages share these similar aspects. I wonder how they are different. Well, in Spanish, tildes and accent marks are used to change the pronunciation of a word. I know we don't have this in English, but does the Italian language do the same as well, Daniela? In the Italian language, we also use accent marks. The last letters of words that are vowels have a grave accent, so it is similar to Spanish in the aspect that we use accent marks, but different because of the type of accent marks used. Cool, I didn't know that. Let's move on to the next topic, which is morphology. Morphology is the study of the internal construction of words. In English, the morphological feature can be added to words when communicating. For instance, ing or ing refers to the present tense and can usually relate to an action that is currently happening. Karina, is this similar in Spanish? Spanish is actually very different when it comes to morphology. Verbs are conjugated based on the pronoun. For example, AR verbs endings are O, OS, A, AMOS, ON. ER and IR verbs are conjugated slightly different. Also, adjectives change depending on if the pronoun is masculine or feminine. Italian is basically similar to Spanish with just a few differences. The Italian language has ARE, ERE, and IRE verbs. The ARE verbs end in O, E, A, IAMO, ATE, and ANO. 
ERE and IRE verbs are similar with just differences in the fifth conjugation. ERE verbs have ete and IRE verbs have ite. The ending of a word also depends on if it is masculine or feminine and also singular or plural. Cool, I didn't know how similar Italian and Spanish morphology was. Jordan, what's our next topic? Our next topic is syntax. This is a study of how words are selected and combined to form sentences. In English, the word order form of main and subordinate clauses consists of subject, object, subject, verb, object. For example, the sentence, my sister ate a biscuit, follows SVL. Do Spanish and Italian also follow SVL? Yeah, Italian sentences are arranged in SVL order. Wow, so is Spanish. It's fascinating that all of the languages follow the same syntax. Italian also uses negation and the passive voice. In Italian, negation can be made by simply placing no before the main verb. The passive voice is formed by putting essere in its proper tense and adding the past participle of the main verb. Jordan, is this similar for the English language? English also uses negation. This can refer to the contradiction or denial of something. We are gonna move on from that and talk about discourse. Discourse is defined as larger linguistic units, either in oral or written language, composed of several sentences or utterances. English speakers can use oral registers of conversation or text. For instance, both forms consist of symbols, convey meaning, and can usually be used informally or formally. The formal style uses complex structures and lacks personal pronouns or slang terms, while the informal style uses casual language. Spanish also has a formal and informal way to speak. When addressing someone formally, usted is used rather than to, which is informal. The Italian language also has a formal and informal way of communicating. There are two pronouns that mean you. One is informal and is to be used with people you are familiar with, and the formal, which is to be used with people of a superior status to you or people you have just met. The formal you is lay and the informal you is too. Wow, so cool. Next, we'll be talking about pragmatics. Pragmatics is the study of practical aspects of human action and thought. This refers to the study of the use of linguistic signs, words, and sentences in actual situations. In the English language, we have many different types of pragmatics. A common one is called idiomatic expressions. This refers to an expression, word, or phrase that has a figurative meaning conventionally understood by native speakers. For example, this expression spilled the beans is an idiomatic expression. Idiomatic expressions are also used in the Italian language. A famous idiomatic expression is in bocca al lupo. This means in the mouth of the wolf. Verbal and nonverbal clues cues are also used in the Italian language. Italians are best known for using their hands to make gestures when they speak. Wow, Daniela. In English, we also use nonverbal and verbal cues too. Nonverbal cues refer to the way you look, listen, move, or react. Cues such as facial expressions and gestures can be viewed as nonverbal. In opposition to nonverbal cues, verbal cues can use your voice to communicate. Spanish is the same. Idiomatic expressions and nonverbal cues are very common in the language. My favorite idiom is, that was a piece of cake. I like that one. I love that one too. Doing this podcast with you guys is a piece of cake. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, I think we're done.
It was so interesting to learn about the linguistics of all of these languages. Who would have who would have guessed that there would have been all of these similarities? Yeah, I agree. I definitely didn't think there would be so many similarities. There are also so many differences that surprised me too. I hope all of our listeners learned as much as we did and enjoyed the podcast. Make sure to tune in next time for another episode of Logistics, Logistics of Linguistics. Of linguistics.